Wine is science, art, geography, and history, all contained within a bottle. Make the Culinary Stone your go-to for wine shopping, and we'll show you why it transports and transcends. Visit culinarystone.com for more information. That's a secret. Well, <laughs> this uh, is a second. It's on no, the it's bottle. No, it's not a secondary label. It's an an unknown label. We have to toast this up. Um, no, it's not on the bottle. It says nothing about. It's been a long week. Are you ready to wind down? Why not? It's time for the Wine Time Fridays podcast with Shelly and Phil. Neither are sommeliers, but both have a deep passion for life, each other, and delicious wine. And now, here to talk about this week over a glass of wine is Shelly and Phil. It's wine time. Hello again, and welcome to another episode of Wine Time Fridays with Shelly and Phil. Uh, Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Happy October. No, don't say that. <laughs> Can I say, it's wine time. It's wine time. Yay. Um, today's reception wine is called, there's a little uh, rosé from South Africa called The Beach House. And we were trying and trying and trying to figure out what this rosé was made from, and we can't find it anywhere. So we're just going to, it's very pink. Very pink. Lots of... Strawberry feel. Strawberry feel forever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is going to be kind of a a fun episode because on the 18th of September, we actually participated in a virtual wine tasting. It was the 30. What did he? What did he say? How many years in a row? Gosh, he said that last night. I want to say it's like the 39th year in a row. That seems like a lot of years. That they've had this club in existence. You didn't mention the club. Oh, well, (laughs) I'm prefacing all this. Anyway, the North... Skipping over a few things. Yeah, North Idaho Enological Society uh, is really a group of wine... Enthusiasts. Enthusiasts, yeah. You know, many, many different parts of the journey are people that belong to this club and uh it's it's a lot of fun you know they used well (laughs) they used to have it in person like everything these days uh but it's gone virtual and so they started their their new year on the 18th of september and it was um virtual and it was a lot of fun so they brought three wines and everyone had these same wines and we really went over and above, we went and got Well, they had suggested ribs. Yeah, they did have some suggested pairings. So usually this wine club will give you little finger foods that go with each wine. So this time they suggested things, and we went on a scavenger hunt. We did go on a scavenger these. hunt. That was a lot of fun. And so we'll tell you what we paired each of the three wines with. And these are wines um, to go from summer to fall. Which is something we just really embrace. Yeah. Saying goodbye no, I to summer. like fall. It's I, winter that I don't I like, like summer more than I like well, fall. Yes. And neither of us like winter. 
We don't. Well, I just don't like shoveling every freaking hour. Um, <laughs> so the first one was a Chardonnay, which I must admit. Okay, so we have actually tasted these wines, and uh, we're retasting them. Yeah, that's a good way of saying that. Mm-hmm. So the first one was uh, Born of Fire Chardonnay. It's actually... The Burn. What? The Burn. Born the Burn? Of fire. Mm-hmm. B-O-R-N-E, right? The Burn. Oh, The Burn. Born, Born of Fire. fire. Uh, it's a Chateau St. Michel. That's a secret. <laughs> well. This uh, is a second... It's on so the it's bottle. So it's not a secondary label. It's an, an unknown label. Oh, we have to test this up. Um, no, it's not on the bottle. It says nothing about Chateau Saint Michel on the bottom. It's a secret wine. So does this mean that we can't even mention this on the podcast? Too late. Perfect. Let's toast this up to health, wealth, and abundance. Gratitude, romance, and peace on earth. And your giggles. And your kisses. Beautiful. So this wine. We got down at the Cork and Tap, which is really the place that supplies the North Idaho Enological Society with all of their wine. And uh, the price point on this one is $17.50, and it is really crisp and light. And creamy, though. Gosh, it's just a little bit. And it's got a long finish, doesn't it? It does have a long finish, but it is very light, and it was 35% stainless steel and 65% oak, but it was bigger oak vessels, so um, not all of the wine got touched by the oak as much as it might have, and so it, and it was fairly neutral oak, so... Um, so you're not tasting a lot of that oak. No, you were tasting a lot of the grape. And then the creaminess the in the mouthfeel is because um, 20 to 30% secondary fermentation. This is really, this is really delicious. It is delicious. Uh, I gave this a 9.0. You know, I try to rate wines when we go to tastings just on a scale of 1 to 10. And I never rated it. But it's a nice drinking wine. Did you say a nice drinking wine? A nice drinking wine, yes. <laughs> I'm going to be like Caleb Heckler. Caleb Heckler, you ain't I. And I haven't even calamari. Yes. You could, you could drink this with calamari. You could have this with calamari. This could. You could actually pair this with a lot of different shellfish and whatnot. Um, it suggested food pairings were aged cheeses, which we did get, mm-hmm. a cheddar, which honestly I didn't think it paired very well with. Maybe we needed an aged white cheddar. Maybe. Uh, it also says shellfish and caprici, capri, can you say it? Caprici salad. Caprici salad, which we did have, mm-hmm. and what a treat that was, and this was really, really good with that. The mission, Which is oh. tomato... Soft mozzarella, mm. basil, and a balsamic vinaigrette. Mm. So good. So the North Idaho Enological Society is a not-for-profit organization dedicated to increasing the knowledge, appreciation, and enjoyment of wine. And it's just a really fun group. And uh, kind of 
grassroots. It's very basic, but they bring in some good wines, and they will have a winemaker or a distributor usually talking through yeah, these wines. Yeah, so there's wines. a lot of education involved in that group, which is always nice. It is nice. It really is. Uh, our friend, Kevin Olsenberg, mm-hmm. is with Odom. Um, I played music with him at the church, and he's a drummer. He's a very good drummer. Uh, if Kevin is listening to this, he's going to get a big head now. But uh, <laughs> he is was the one that was at the virtual tasting on the 18th. And he, his knowledge is really, really pretty vast. deep as well. Yeah, vast. Okay, so this wine, I'm really having trouble not putting it down. <laughs> not putting it down? That's a double negative. That would mean I'm having trouble putting it down. No. I'm having trouble putting it down. It's really good. Okay. We should move on. Yes. Um, The next one we tried. Naughty Vines. Naughty Vines. Another um, secondary label. Well, so the first one's not a secondary label. Yeah. Um, What do they call that? They call that a line extension. Line extension. Okay. This is a secondary label. The Naughty Vines red blend is from Rodney Strong. Yes, and Rodney Strong is right on... Nope, it's on the back. Nope, this... (laughs) Sometimes they don't want you to know. Yep, produced and bottled by Rodney Strong. Okay, there you go. I loved this one. This was my favorite of the evening. It's a very nice, soft, easy-drinking blend. We have a lot of different grapes on this one. It's mostly Merlot and Malbec, but there's also Zinfandel and Petit Verdot and 1% Syrah. Syrah. Someone said, we need to put a little Syrah on this. No, no Syrah. Come on, just a little Syrah. Okay, He says, K Syrah. Here, let's test it. Tear giggles. Tear weird humor. Thank you. I'll take that as a compliment. Social Media Summit Coeur d'Alene, the Pacific Northwest's longest-running social media conference, which is designed to empower local brands and professionals with a deeper understanding of the strategies, tactics, and tools they need to advance themselves in the ever-changing fields of social media and digital marketing, is over. But there's good news. The 33 presentations are still available. Hear from amazing speakers such as Carrie Wilkerson, Sandra Martini, Amanda Robinson, Aaron Sell, Therese Skelly, Molly Mahoney, Andrea Vall, Kate Buck Jr., Nick Nimmin, Deb Cole, and more. And why stop there? Continue the education on a monthly basis with the Social Media Summit Inner Circle Masterclass. With each class presented by an expert in social media marketing, you'll have time to implement what you've learned before the next session. Be sure to visit smwcda.com for more information on Social Media Summit Coeur d'Alene and the Social Media Summit Inner Circle. Social Media Summit Coeur d'Alene presented by the Social Media Web, helping you untangle the web of social media marketing. Mmm. Mmm. Very fruit forward. Oh, man. In richer style. Oh man, this I not a, not a lot of tenants. I don't get a lot of tenants. 
No. Uh, the first time we drank this, I did. I rated this 8.8, but I might have to raise that a little bit. <laughs> this is 47% Merlot, 38% Malbec. Oh, and the price point. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're not going to want to get this. Price point in this is $10. Oh, you know what? Actually, these are not... These are not reflected. Okay, this is one of the reasons you want to join the North Idaho mm -hmm. Enological Society. These prices are probably three to four bucks off of the normal retail price. Still, they're still really good. So that that Born of Fire Chardonnay that was seventeen fifty is probably closer to twenty one, twenty two bucks. The Naughty Vines, which we're tasting through right now, Red Blend by Rodney Strong was if if you ordered from this tasting it's $10.50 a bottle mm -hmm. which this would be one that we might want to just chime in on a few of these probably yeah <clears throat> yeah this is you really good down. so you're probably going to pay somewhere between 12 and 14 bucks a bottle on this uh, regular retail but that's the that's again the joy of this society which is very inexpensive on an annual basis then you do have to pay for the for the tastings once a month, and they have two kind of big ones in Christmas and in May. They have a last one of the year, which is a little bit more spendy. Both of those are a little bit more spendy, but you know you get to dress up and have fun, get your picture with Santa. No, that's it. Uh huh. On oh, Christ, the Christmas one. You're not going to do that in the May. May one. No. Why would Why would Santa be there in May? So this is a 14.5% alcohol. And um, the, the thing about Rodney Strong is that they work to be environmentally friendly at their wineries. So they have solar panels and some other environmentally friendly practices at the winery. So um, One thing that was mentioned was that a couple of years ago, they were talking about a, a grape glut or a wine glut, so that some of the major producers made some secondary labels. So watch out for those because those are probably almost as good as their primary labels, but they're but they're not the same labels. So you have to look around your labels a bit to see if you recognize any of the major producers on them. On this one, they talk about toasty oak caramel, which I get for sure, dark cherry for sure, and Gosh, velvety yeah. smooth palate. It's this velvety. is dark, rich chocolate cherry. You're, I won't say cherry cordial because I'll offend you. Mm. So we paired this with barbecued ribs. Yes. That we purchased at Back Hills Barbecue. In a, a food truck. In, in a food in truck. A food there, truck there's court. a place here in Hayden that's got probably 12 mm. different food trucks. Yeah, at least. Yeah, and we found we went there on a scavenger hunt to find the uh, food. We found the ribs there as well as we got something else. We got the... We got some tri-tip. Which we had with the next one, but we'll yes, talk about that. Yes, and we also got some chocolate mousse. Yeah, And so some blackberry sauce. So this was this was really good with the chocolate mousse with the blackberry sauce. Honestly, that chocolate Although they recommended it with blackberry espresso cake. Yeah, we couldn't find that. We, we were limited on time. Close enough. Yeah. Uh, we got the chocolate mousse with the blackberry sauce at Big Daddy Sweets. Also uh, w was with the food truck. 
uh, area, and that was really, really good. Shelly, can I have your other glass? We are going on wine number three. And these are wines that go from summer to fall. Transition from summer to fall. Whoa, I almost poured right on yeah, your wrist. you almost did. That would have been devastating. This is much less opaque than the other one. Very dark. This has got a great nose. This is Skull and Chain Cabernet Sauvignon by Brown Family Vineyards. We love Brown Family Vineyards. We do. Yeah. It's 100% Red Mountain Cabernet. Red Mountain is a teeny weeny little AVA in Washington. Not very big at all, but the wines that come from Red Mountain are, tend to be a little bit more spendy. This one is the most expensive of the three. Still, at eighteen fifty. If you remember. If you remember, uh, this is probably going to run you between $22-23 bucks a bottle. Uh, should we ta- uh, toast this up? And let's taste through this. To your giggles. Kisses. Oh, no bad humor that time. <laughs> Gosh, mm. so good. You know, we're not having any food with this. We had uh, triscuits mm-hmm. with brie and like a, well, with a yes, cheddar. Yes, this one would go well with brie, and we also had it with a tri tip. We did a, have it with the tri tip. Barbecued tri tip. Which is really good. Uh, and we had it with the uh, chocolate mousse. Also, even though it wasn't recommended to um, that, I, I no, had to. And I thought it was fantastic. Uh, Isn't it Rick Backus who says Cabernet? No, it's Gary V. Mentioning him again. Yep, this time Shelly mentioned first. One of those two said Cabernet should not go with chocolate. We should call Rick and Gary and find out who. Who said that? Oh, they said should not go with chocolate? Yes. Oh, they're so wrong. (laughs) It's fantastic. Gosh, the darker the chocolate, ooh, so good. So good. You know, we're on episode number 24. Yes, you do. <laughs> um, so we had number eight was Kobe Bryant. You could also do number 24 as Kobe Bryant. Oh, he's always number eight to me. Really? How about the um, say it, play it, hear it, kid? I don't know. What the heck Willie Mays' nickname was? Say hey, kid. The say hey, kid. Thank you. Wow. <laughs> there you go. That's Shelly. Shelly knows sports. I know nothing. Huh. Uh... What what does this say on the Red Mountain Cabernet? Dusty and earthy? Dusty and earthy. Yep. Forest floor. I don't go around leather. tasting forest floors a lot, so oh, I taste I'm not last sure. Week. Really? What? Tastes Did just you like fall? This? <laughs> In the backyard? I, that's not... Oh, it could be considered a forest. That's getting dark earlier. It's so sad. All spice on the nose. Hmm. I don't get that. That's okay. Everyone gets something Absolutely. And, and that's why we mentioned what, what are in the notes. But like I said, uh, we will uh, get some different pairings. Like, for instance, that cheddar cheese. I didn't really think it went that well with the Chardonnay myself. Uh, the brie went fantastic with the Chardonnay, but it wasn't on this. Uh, so they recommended peppercorn, New York strip, Hamburger topped with grilled onion and brie. So we did bring the brie in. I really thought it tasted great with the Chardonnay. 
And what did you think with this? Did the brie go with this? Yes, I think it went well with this too. And says, okay. This is very typical Cabernet to me. This is Washington Um, Cab though, right? It is Washington Cab, but I mean, it's it's not as subtle as a California Cab. It's more fruity, but it's still good. Always, um, we have a friend who doesn't like Washington wines because she says they taste too much like the forest floor, too dirty, too too much dirt for her. Yeah. And typically, um, Washington wines have a higher alcohol content. Do we know what the alcohol is on this that we checked? I think I wrote it down. 14.2? Yep. 14.2. It's, um, so we've actually tasted through three wines from three fairly well-known producers. Uh, Chateau Saint-Michel, Rodney Strong, and Brown Family Vineyards, which, if you're not in and around the Washington wine scene, you probably don't know Brown Family Vineyards, but you Rodney need to. Strong is not Washington? No, I said just well-known. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, fairly well-known, established you know, uh, mm-hmm. names. Uh, have you got a social media tip? Are you, are we uh-huh. taking a, a hiatus from social media tips for another week or two? Um, did we already mention about your reputation and your branding? Yes, we did. Okay. Well, we're taking a break. There we go. <laughs> Wines that we had this week, and then we're going to wrap up. We had a 2017 Marisolet Chardonnay. That is the wine that started Shelly and I on our wine journey some well, 15 plus our wine journey together. together. Remember that I used to sell wine. Remember, I used to drink wine before I met you. <laughs> that is true. A but 2018 you... Menage a Trois, which you can find oh, virtually anywhere. I, I have to tell you, the reason I got into selling wine was because of a very, very, very small uh, winemaker in Murphy's, California. And his wine was a Zinfandel from Chispa Cellars. And for it was 14.5% alcohol, which was considered really big back in the early 80s. <laughs> the very early 80s. But it was a really great wine, and it came from um, the area where they do make a lot of Zinfandel. Thank you for that. <laughs> we had two other wines that we tried. I needed to. I know. I uh, needed to mention that, and the winemaker was Bob Bliss. Bob Bliss. Wow, that's hard to say. Bob Bliss. That's easy to say. Is Bob Bliss Bob Bliss? Uh-huh. Okay, uh, J. Lore Chardonnay, our house white, and we had a 2017, the Beach House Rosé, which we've already talked about tonight from South Africa. Just wish I knew the grape, Manda. Yeah, no fooling. Uh, with just a little bit of knowledge, Shelley, I think wine becomes a lot less overwhelming. Yes. Until next week. Oh, we have some fun stuff next week. Have a great weekend. Thank you for spending part of your day to wind down with Shelly and Phil. Remember, you can listen to any episode of the Wine Time Fridays podcast by visiting winetimefridays.com or wherever you get your podcasts. And find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for daily wine conversations. 
We invite you to join us again next week when we have a conversation over another glass of wine. Until then, we toast to health, wealth, abundance, gratitude, peace on earth, and of course, romance.